Good morning, <laughs> good evening, early birds. Time ticks on, and this time is no exception. In fact, it's a perfect, perfect example of time ticking on. Wouldn't you agree? This week, I was looking up this one company that I keep getting ads for on YouTube that is at pretty much trying to sell mental conditioning, cognitive priming, to help their patients, their customers receive a higher productivity, success rate, lower stress levels, all this good psychological things. And um, the biggest claim to defame of their company is that it's said to not really be neurologically founded, the benefits, but more so just kind of law of attraction. Hey, I'm in an awesome mood. And it just so happens on that day that I don't have to wait at all for my trains or it's like the perfect weather, or I found my wallet that was stolen on the MBTA on the Kosciuszko Street J-Line like two months ago. That'd be a crazy day, right? Um, so yeah, I probably shouldn't be going into the name of this company that, um, you know, has this claim to defame, if you will, against them, but I did, w- I did kind of want to research the notion of priming and see if it's within, you know, in my judgment to be um, critical or optimistic about programs like this. And uh, what do we know already about priming and how we can use it um, to help understand people or manipulate their behavior, (laughs) whatever you want to spin it as. But um, I just, I guess just going back, I don't, I think this week I'm going to practice having a more casual conversation with the podcast and with the listeners. So forgive me for not having the numbers, but um, I was just going to kind of point out a couple of studies that I found doing my couple hours of a couple million years of research for this podcast episode. And that is, um, they actually did a study where they took a whole bunch of people and they said, hey, you want to come to this room and test a few types of wine um, and let us know what you think, how you describe it. This really interesting study was pointing out that based on the type of music that the wine listeners were, were listening to, influence the way they describe the wine. And in each case, the characteristics of the music people were primed to, like, is it heavy music? Is it mellow? Is there no music? Or, um, you know, this fourth type I'm forgetting. And so I'm just going to give you one stat really quick because I am looking at it. The ratings of the white wine as powerful and heavy to be, they're described as powerful and heavy. Heavy were 32% higher in those that were 
exposed to heavy music conditioning. And so there's a whole bunch of examples here, um, or rather statistics here. But then also, um, there's this crazy effect of priming on children and how that will translate into adulthood. So I didn't know this, um, but very much something that I'm interested in when it comes to priming is how can it help me in my own relationships? I was reading about, you know, priming and then it said something about, hey, there's effects on working memory. Unrelated to what I was saying, the, it turns out the working memory is lower. Something I saw pretty often was anxiety as it related to attachment. Attachment with those we have intimate relationships with. The attachment styles are secure, anxious resistant, and anxious avoidant. So pretty much these behaviors, they develop when the person's a child, and it's mostly developed in how confident they feel they are about the security of their caregiver. So 60% of children, when, when the parent leaves, they're uncomfortable, but when they return, now the child will actively seek the parent and is easily comforted by them. Otherwise, you know, you get this other type, other type of children or behavior of children who are ill at ease initially upon separation and then become extremely distressed. When reunited with the parents, they exhibit this um, behavior that suggests they're having a hard time being soothed and they actually kind of want to punish the parent for leaving in the first place. The third type of attachment style or um, is what's called the you know that anxious resistant. So when they become distressed, when their parent returns, they will avoid seeking contact with the parent and sometimes turn their attention to play with objects on the laboratory floor in the corner of this article. So pretty much, I realize I'm kind of getting pretty heavy on time, but I just want to say that if you have any interest at all um, in perhaps examining a little bit closer your relationships with those that you're intimate with, be it friendships, purely or romantic relationships, whatever kind of relationships that you may have, if as long as, as, long as they're intimate, if you're seeking perhaps a more introspective um, approach to that understanding, perhaps you could engage in some um, recollection or deduction on perhaps your, your, the behavior of your caregivers and try to see if that influences you at all. Um, and if either way, good luck on your exploration, exploration if you so decide to go for that path. Um, Thanks for listening. I know this episode's been kind of long-winded, but um, yeah, be well and subscribe.